Welcome to show 16 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a weekly show dedicated to everything cloth diapering. That's right, we talk with mamas, brands, and retailers around the world about their cloth diaper experience. Hey guys, if you don't know who I am, my name is Bailey. I am the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. I have two young kids and I live in what is normally frigid northern British Columbia, but it's oddly warm this time of year, which is not necessarily a good thing. So this week's show is with a French mom. Uh, She's based in Quebec, and she asked me to do a review of her products, and nowadays when people do that, I turn around and say, hey, join me on my podcast. I would love to share your story. So Emily is from Drummondville, Quebec, which is really close to where my sister lives, and you can find a full written review at simplymombailey.com, or you can find a YouTube review of her product at clothdiaperpodcast.com. She does make a high-end cloth diaper, and so it is going to put some people out of that price point, but definitely check it out. You can also follow the Cloth Diaper Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and anywhere else on the web, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thanks! My English is uh, a little rusty, so... If I have trouble with some words, just bear with me. Uh, I'm Emily. Uh, Our company is uh, Lily Diapers, and we manufacture cloth diapers. We make them ourselves. So uh, we are the manufacturer, the distributor, and (laughs) I I have many, many uh, hats to to fill. And I was reading on your site that it's just your sister-in-laws that help you with the sewing? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> my sister, my two sister-in-laws, and one of our friends. And you guys just produce in your warehouse there in Drummondville? Yeah, exactly. It's like an hour outside of Montreal. Cool. My sister lives in Granby. We've been to Drummondville to the pool a few times. Oh, <laughs> so you know, you know the place. I know of the place. I have spent, I've been out there every year. So how did you get started with cloth diapering? What made you even interested in the cloth diapering process? I was pregnant with my first daughter and I was looking at the statistics and there were, there was no way I was going uh, disposable diapers, right? After seeing everything that they implied to the environment. So started out with that, bought cloth diapers, different brands, my daughter was born with these tiny little <laughs> legs, so the the diapers did not fit until she was like three or four months old. I was like, "There's no no way I can do this before she 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 fits into them." So I I knew how to sew, and I started making my own with the tighter tighter elastics around the the thighs. And that's how it started. And I tried to make them cute. And then my friends wanted them. My friends' friends wanted them. And then you ask yourself the question, there must be some legal <laughs> way for me to be doing this because I'm making diapers and I'm selling them, right? So mm-hmm. that's how Lily Diaper were born. And uh, Lily is actually my daughter uh, Elizabeth's nickname. Lily. And so in English, when I'm referring to your company, is it just Lily? Lily Diapers is perfect. Yeah. That's what I use now. Awesome. And so you make a one-size pocket cloth diaper, correct? Just a one-size pocket? Yeah, that's the only thing we make right now. We concentrate on making it perfect, and then we'll maybe make something else. But for right now, that's what it is. 
and tell me tell me about it like what i noticed that it has half male and half female snaps on the front why do you do that um we do it for a few reasons mainly because when we close the diaper when it's full we can close it and snap it closed like you can snap the two wings together oh like the whatever needs to be kept in there in it <laughs> and you can snap it closed so that's one of the reasons the other reason uh, makes it easier to find the center to say okay well here's the center i know where to where i need to snap to adjust it and because um uh an inventory basis here it's a lot easier for us oh, okay uh, that roll-up trick i'm gonna have to try that as soon as i get off the phone with you you roll That's- it up you put the two wings together and they, they snap close i never i never even thought about that this is amazing amazing <laughs> i'm so excited when I'm- they come back from daycare and they're all snap closed and i don't put my fingers anywhere i don't want to be putting my fingers i appreciate it a lot Oh, Matt. Okay. I, uh, for my listeners here, you guys, I'm going to have a full review on the <laughs> simplymombailey.com about Emily's diapers. And I'm going to have to go do some more photos and figure that out. Cause I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Um, and you come with two inserts. So you sent me a hemp insert, which is 55% hemp, 45% cotton. And that's your nighttime. And then you also have a cotton insert, correct? Uh, no, I, the one I sent you is the day insert. Oh. Yeah, it, it goes, it'll absorb about 12 ounces. And the one we, uh, it has like two layers of hemp. Oh, and the okay. one we do for the night is the same, the same hemp, the same blend of hemp and or, organic cotton, but it's three layers. So it'll, it'll, it'll absorb 17 ounces instead of 12. Okay. Then I see, these are all these great questions that I had. I was very confused about that. But it is super absorbent, and my insert, I did notice, got a full 12 ounces, so I was loving that. Because when you wrote to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell them. They might, they might plush a bit. Oh, yeah. We still like them. When, once they got maybe six, seven washes into them, they get thicker, and that's when they start to really work well. Yeah, it works really well. It's been a really great insert for my daughter. I love it. I love it. And you've chosen to use an athletic wicking jersey material on top of your diapers, which is another great feature, in my opinion. It stays dry and nothing sticks to it. It doesn't really stain. stays good for long. So, yeah, that's why we chose. Why do you think that there aren't a lot of companies using athletic wicking jersey? I think it's the best material ever for an insert, but there are very few people who do. Uh, here in Quebec, there are more and more uh, small companies use the, the jersey mm-hmm. because of uh, soup cloth is hard to find around here. It, it has been for a few years, I think. I, I don't really know because I don't use it. So, But I know it's, there were times where it was hard to come across, so people changed and started using the jersey, which I was already using. And some use micro fleece, which I don't really understand. Because it doesn't stay very nice and it looks warm and water yeah. seems to have a hard time going through it. So so that athletic wicking jersey is just easy to source in Quebec. Is that why we're seeing mostly Quebec companies who use it? It's very easy to find around here. Yeah. So what's been your biggest challenge with entering the cloth diaper market and becoming this little work-at-home mama? You start selling a few diapers, you do it from home. Then there's 
I have a, our, our Facebook page is very strong. That's one of the 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 strengths we have is we know how to communicate with the mothers that are our clients and that always went well. Sales were never a, a problem. They've been growing like like crazy over the past three years. We're entering our fourth year right now. The troubles we had was on the other end. I have to make the diapers. I have to be <laughs> <laughs> to make them like every single day diaper takes us 35 minutes to to sew so we I could not do that in my living room anymore so I had to get out of the house finding a another a warehouse and then employees how do you have employees <laughs> you can't just hire someone and pay them you know you have to have an accountant you have to pay a, a like chart all these things the government wants you to pay and you start taking these on one at a time and it's it's a huge challenge i i never had any experience in administration and now i had i had to so that was one of the challenges we faced and then growing the pro the production and then you you have to you have to arrive at the end of the year and there's something left for it you know, so you have to balance your costs and then you have to balance the, the time you spend making the diapers. OK, the diapers cannot take more than 35 minutes to, to sew. And then, OK, this uh, the fabrics cannot be cost, costing me more than such 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 um, all these challenges to try to get myself a salary that is convenient out of it at the end of the year is crazy because, <laughs> you know, the the. Our um, our suppliers turn around and then oh well this is going to cut cost so much more this year and then I'm I'm like no <laughs> I cannot uh, minimum wage keeps going up so it, every the price of everything is going up um the market prices for diapers are not moving that much so I I have to juggle juggle a, a little with that and in July. This year was like end of the July. We decided to no longer distribute our diapers in uh, stores because we were just losing so much money trying to give them uh, a part of the. Because you know they they keep a, a profit margin which which yeah. is normal, but we just it was just not working for us at this time. So we've reoriented ourselves only on the website and we've been doing much better since since july so figuring out the the profit margins and the costs and all that is very overwhelming a lot and <laughs> you don't think about that when you start making a few cloth diapers on it all those little things that kind of sneak up to you hey so your cloth diapers they are more expensive compared to other products on the market, not compared yeah. to other work-at-home moms. They're about par there. So why should somebody spend the money on a Lily cloth diaper? What what do you, what value do you see is in that for your customers? We we sell the product as being a high like high-end cloth mm -hmm. diaper because it's it's one of the more pricey diapers on the market. Um, thing is, we use hemp, which is the most eco-friendly fiber on the market right now because it grows so fast. I believe yeah. it takes 12 weeks to have a fully grown hemp plant. Anyways. Really? 
Yeah, yeah. A bamboo is going to take about four to five years. Hemp is only 12 weeks. Oh, I mean, I know that's a tangent, but hemp, the conversations around hemp are definitely beginning to pop up in the... I I think I'm interested to see where it's going to go in the next few years, since now it's kind of legal, not kind of, it's legal around here. So they're going to be looking for something to do with the fibers. Yeah. That'll be interesting. And other thing about the lily diapers is they're the fabrics we use are the best we can find. And we do recommend uh, you put your lily diapers in the dryer. Okay. Yeah, uh, most of the brands in Quebec are gonna say you have to hang them. Mm-hmm. And I work 60 hours a week. I am not gonna take the time <laughs> to hang cloth diapers twice a week. So it's, it, the diapers I was making, they have to be resistant enough and high quality enough to be able to withstand like five, six years of dryer abuse. So that's good though, that yours are high enough quality that you feel that they're going to stand up to that abuse. Yeah. And uh, I've had China diapers in the past and they're, they're no good anymore. I've, they've all gone, gone in the dryer the same way and they're, they're no good. The elastics are broken on it. I had a few wet bags, the zippers are broken on them and you have to buy other inserts anyway to put in them because they never absorb enough. So I think our our value is all there. It's on the quality of the diaper, and the, it will absorb enough for your child until he's clean and potty trained. It's probably a, a lot of the cost for your diapers is that hemp insert, isn't it? Because hemp is a more expensive material. Is that correct? It is. Yeah. It is. The hemp insert is very ex- expensive to make, and uh, also the um, the designs. We like to put on it, it's very aesthetic but it, the designs we like to put on the on the diapers are very expensive as well yeah you've done i uh, you sent me the dino and the ballerina those yeah. my husband loves them <laughs> anna loves the, the dino she's all about dinos right now for a 18 month old girl every time she puts it on she she walks around and goes roar <laughs> <laughs> right kids they do the cutest things so why do you continue running lily cloth diapers what makes you get up every morning for this business? I think it's just part of who I am. I, I cannot sit at home and be on a maternity leave. Maternity leave. I tried that, worked for three months. <laughs> that wasn't very long at all. <laughs> yeah, my second when my second daughter was born, I got out, out of the hospital after two days and I came straight to work. <laughs> so a little bit of a workaholic going on there, but I just... I, the, the, I got the ball rolling and I just want to see how far can I go. Yeah. So what is your five-year plan? Do you have a five-year plan? Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, well, this year was just making sure our base is solid. Okay. Before our, our Quebec market is, is strong. Our production is going well. We've got our costs under, under control. So next year we'll be looking at other markets. Right now it's uh, Quebec, Ontario, New, New Brunswick. So uh, in 2019, we'll be looking to go outside of that. Uh, there's a few, we're looking at markets right now in U- a few places in Europe where cloth is strong and some places in the States also. So yeah. we're trying to be, trying to evaluate those markets and which ones we're going to try to get into first. So exporting will be the big, uh, the big, the big plan for I think the next two three years and then then we'll see things change all the time so can you currently ship diapers to the United States right now 
right now. Yeah. Uh, I do sometimes, but I, it's not our biggest. Because um, most of my listeners here on the podcast are from America, are from the United States. So if they were interested, okay. they can go to Lily's website and I'll include the link in the show notes and they can order yeah. a diaper. Yeah. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Okay. Are you finding that to be a big challenge in the cloth different market is trying to get that visibility out there? I don't know. No, no. The, the, I think the bigger challenge is going to be keeping up with production because mm, yeah. we do make him through. So I have to balance everything and I only have 24 hours a day. So, yes. uh, I, but once I do decide to which markets we're going to explore, uh, I have a very good team with me that works with me here in uh, Drummondville to know how to get that visibility, which shows can we visit, is what is the potential market there, and how to approach it. Okay. So you've got, it's just going to be a matter of meeting demand, because there's just, what, the four of you sewing diapers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the bigger challenge is going to be that, because there employees right now in Quebec, I don't know the rest of Canada, what it looks like, but right now here, we cannot find employees. The unemployment rate is so low, everybody's working. So I can't, here it's, it's under 3% right now. Wow, crazy. Yeah, so I can't just hire someone. There's no one to hire. <laughs> so, and and you need a pretty skilled person, right? Like, because you're not, you're, you can't just hire anybody. You need somebody who can run a... No, I, need, I need a seamstress. Uh, I don't think I'm going to find that. The people I have sewing right now are, are, are girls that I taught how to sew. It took like a year, two years just for sew a diaper at, at a good pace. So I, I, I know that if I want to hire somebody, first I have to find someone who has skills, certain skills, and then I have to teach them how to sew. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. I didn't realize that the Quebec market was like that with the unemployment rate and trying yeah. to find skilled people. Yeah. And people. Quebec is very big in manufacturing in general. So people who are skilled seamstresses can probably find jobs fairly easily. Hey? Uh, yeah, they often they'll work for themselves because <laughs> they, they, they get to do the hours they want. They choose the jobs they want and they get paid the, 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 the wages they want. So is that why we see a lot of Quebec-based cloth diaper companies? Probably. Yeah. Probably has something to do with it. Right now, if, if we want to produce more diapers, I'm thinking we're maybe going to have to find like some, someone to help us with it that won't be an employee, that will be some outer help. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like a contractor. That's the maybe. word, I think. Maybe. Yeah. If, if we get over, if we get over 250 diapers a week, we're, we're going to have to have some help with that. Yeah. It's a good and a bad thing, right? It's, it's a, challenge. a challenge. Also in Quebec have a lot of the cities have subsidies, right? For cloth diapers. 250. Yeah. Around, yeah. Germanville is not one of them. No. No, I think the, the mayor won't, won't have much of a choice to come around sometime because it's, it's, it's coming everywhere. Quebec, the, the Quebec government is putting pressure on the cities to reduce the, the quantity of, of garbage that is being sent. So there's some, they have to do something about it. And diapers are the third, I think the third thing, uh, home object that is thrown 
in the garbage the most. I don't know how to explain that, but yeah, yeah, I, like it's the most, it's the third most popular garbage item. It's the, the yeah. it takes up the third uh, of the garbage or something. It's yeah. it's a major contributor to garbage landfill, is what you're saying, really. Exactly. Yeah. Landfill. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool to watch that unfolding in Quebec and it there's only hope that we can continue to see that in other provinces and jurisdictions right like yeah I think the 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 environment cause and everything that's eco-friendly and zero waste is it, it, we're going towards that everybody is going towards that we're, we're hearing it all over the news the Journal de Montréal Journal de Québec did not speak about zero waste uh, tricks and lifestyles like three years ago they, they didn't talk about that and now they do so yeah I was there in June when Montreal ditched the bag the plastic bag and that was the only thing that the radio ever talked about was zero waste and reducing waste yeah. and yeah, they, they a- should have gone a little further further than that <laughs> with those plastic <laughs> bags because now when you go to the grocery store they give you a plastic bag that's 10 times thick as oh yeah because it had to be had yeah. to be a certain thickness if they were going to sell it at all. Exactly. So they, they have to, I think it, it, it's a good start, but I think there's a lot of work to do still. Yeah. Oh, hey, you're making it, right? So you just mentioned earlier that you're working 60 hours a week. So how do you find time to be a mom, a business owner, a maker? What do you do for self-care? <laughs> I don't sleep a lot. <laughs> you don't sleep a lot. That's a terrible answer. <laughs> I sleep, I sleep, I've been sleeping a little better in like in the past month because I've, I just couldn't continue. I was way too tired. I was forgetting everything and I, it, it just wasn't working anymore because between January and September, I was sleeping about five hours a night. The rest of the time I was taking care of the kids. I was taking care of the house. I, and then I was working all the time. I would work from five in the morning till six. 6, 6.30, I was, would answer emails. The kids got up, go bring the, the kids to daycare, work from eight to four and a half, go get the kids, supper, bath, bedtime, get back on the computer and work till midnight. That would be a typical day. So the advantage, advantage I do have is my boyfriend is also an entrepreneur. So at eight at night, when we do put the kids to bed, he sits in front of me and he's doing work also. <laughs> so. That's our quality time. Quality time together is running your business. At least you're passionate about what you're doing, right? Like there is self-care in being passionate about what you're working on. Yeah, I I take time to eat and now I take time to sleep a little better. So I'm finding that kind of the balance that I did not have at the beginning of the year. It just takes a little bit of time sometimes. One thing at a time and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. You know, you want to do everything that's best for your kid, but you want to do it all at the same time. And then you you forget yourself throughout that process. So I'd say, yes, cloth diapers, but start by being a mother. Start by learning to live with your new your new child. Spend some time with them. I do not I do not make uh, newborn newborn diapers because of that. And I will probably never be making new foreign diapers because of that and also because I don't think the investment is worth it but because start by spending time with your child learn to be a mom and then you can integrate cloth diapers to your routine yeah and I on my cloth diaper podcast Instagram uh, a while back I that's 
I, I kind of said the same thing as I have when a lot of people talk to me about newborn cloth diapering, I usually try to discourage them because I don't think it's a great first jump. I think that the task of learning to become a mom is so big that really just you yeah. have enough on your plate. <laughs> yeah, just take it one at a time. And I, I cloth diapered both of my kids from the hospital, but I have a crazy passion about it. And I think that I have the support systems for it, but not everybody does. And really just take it one thing at a time and just yeah. jump into cloth diapering or jump into anything when you're ready for it, right? Like you don't have to do it all at once and nobody's going to judge you for doing it, not doing it all at once. I uh, I didn't uh, use newborns on my first daughter because I didn't even know they existed. <laughs> I did on my second daughter, but th by then I already had experience and I already had the baggage and knew what to do. Yeah. If I was... If I would have used cloth diapers from the hospital on my first daughter, I probably would have been discouraged yeah. a lot because I'm you're trying to to learn how to, how to breastfeed, how to breastfeed, how to care for a child, how to to respond to its needs when they're crying. You have to learn all those things, so you don't have to be adding cloth diapers onto that. Onto no, that. <laughs> right? There's a lot of things we have to learn that first week. It's overwhelming. It's okay to take a break. It's okay not to do it all. So where can people purchase your cloth diapers if they want to find out more about them? And where can we find you on the web? Right now, it's our website only. So okay. our website is lesconfectionslily.ca. I'm sure you'll put the link somewhere. because Yeah, I will. And every time that I, I've been working on putting together a YouTube video about your diapers too. And I just like, oh, what is the name? I don't know how to pronounce it. My English... My French fails. So yeah, I will include links to like confectionslily.ca <laughs> in the show notes and on my Facebook and everywhere. You're just, you're just getting me to think I might have to buy an English domain name for that. Like lilydiapers.ca would be much easier to... It's lilly.ca. Yeah. So we'll include those links and you can find all of your products. It is a French brand, but don't worry, her website is in English. She has translated most of it for you, uh, except for the shop, which does have some French. If I wanted to, um, to translate the, the shop, I had to duplicate it, and that meant, I think I had to, um, anyways, didn't work, did not work. No, for all my English listeners out there, the shop is not that hard to manage. If you're Canadian like me and you know cereal box French, you can manage this French shop. <laughs> It's good. It's pretty easy. Plus, all you got to do is you got to scroll. I'm currently scrolling. You got to find the print that you like. Then you just select buy. It's easy. Or yeah. achete. Yeah. I think, I think you, have it. you can choose if you want it without inserts, with the oh, day yeah. and the night insert too. But Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, it's really easy. You guys got this. If you took French until grade nine, like me, you can do this. Um, thank you so much for joining me today, Emily. I loved hearing your story about cloth diapering. I loved you answering some of my questions that I had about your product. The show notes for today's episode with the links to Emily's shop, Emily's Instagram, and her Facebook will be available at www.clothdiaperpodcast.com slash show dash 17. Show notes for all the episodes usually take about a day or two for me to compile because... I really hate doing the show notes. Just being honest with you guys, 
If you would love to be on the Cloth Diaper Podcast, send me an email, bailey at clothdiaperpodcast.com. I am currently looking for January content. If you have a recommendation of somebody I should email or connect with, I'm also looking for that. I just love sharing stories. And I know a lot of you are thinking, well, I don't have a story. You have a story. Everybody has a story to share. And let's make it happen. Thank you so much for joining me. You can join our Facebook group for more conversations, Cloth Diaper Addicts, and find me on the web, Cloth Diaper Podcast, on Instagram, Facebook, and not on Twitter. I'm also at simplymombailey.com, but I'm retiring blogging from there. So until next time. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, if you stuck along this long, next week's guest is one of my most frequently requested brands. I will be chatting with Kat. From the Fluffy Penguin.